This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Hello, Smoking Tire Podcast. Where we have to come up with like an intro, like Corolla. Like, got to get it on. Got to get it on. Have to get it on. Only, only get it, get it on. I don't know. We've got our, we've got our intro music. That's true. So, what music are you going to put on this week? Uh, well, it's always the same one. Oh, it's, uh, we've we always change it. Uh, you know we what? Put some like. I think it's. I think here's the thing: is I've gotten so used to doing it with TST and Hooniverse. Yeah. People like hear that, and then like they know it's kind of like the signature. They know thing it's time point. for the show. It's. I kind of get that feeling when okay. I edit. So, um, All right. I mean, I'm willing to experiment, but I'm we should pretty do happy a, ja- with a, j- a jazz exploration. Yeah, or you form jazz odyssey. Yes, that or we can do uh, right in the middle. We can do the intermission thing, like oh, yeah. in the movies. Dun, 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 dun. Bullshit. Yeah, buy your Marlboro cigarettes. <laughs> we got. Where we didn't we used to use like OG car commercials? I think we did right a little for a little while. Yeah, we did. I think uh, I think we ran out. There's only so many of them on YouTube. We were doing well. That was when Nina was still doing drops. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's been. I missed that. Now he's like a Vine celebrity. We can't get him to come to the office. He has like he's at his own. His own. His office is like. Right up the street from our office. Yeah. We could probably convince him to come do a guest drops. Well, we'll get Nino in maybe next week or something. Let's All his vines now are just like about gang. They're like about, f- they're f- making fun of like future. You know who future is? No. Yeah. He's a, he's a rapper. He's very, f- okay. he's like very famous now. He's a, the new hot See, shit. This rapper. is where I'm an old man. Right, no, now. I don't know too. anything. Anymore. No, me too. I, I, and, but he just had, uh, he tweeted out free concert. And I think it was the Roxy on sunset. Yeah. Like free and that's concert. That's not a big venue. You know, we're giving out tickets at 8 a.m. or whatever it was, 10 a.m. Yeah. Like two, three hours before, like they just shut down Sunset, cops, like riot gear, and then they moved the show across the street. They just shut that down. Now, partially oh that's God. because Future's album is hot. Partially because if you tell anyone free show in L.A., <clears throat> I mean, look at that garbage they play fucking every week at the Santa Monica Pier, and thousands of people go to that. Yeah, especially in the summertime. Yeah, here. free shit to do in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's funny. Certain things you can't give tickets away for, mm-hmm. and then you put anything that's, like, hot of the minute, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's swamped. Yeah. Like when I say, you know free smoking tire t-shirts like the, the cops have to come they shut every, it down every goddamn time there's tear gas involved you know people are getting beaten it's just crazy yeah it's out of control our fans are unruly <laughs> assholes people have been saying they've been seeing me in places that i haven't been like someone <laughs> keeps sending me like like three three or four times i've gotten sent um like a screenshot of Penn and Teller's TV show. Yeah. What, I can't remember what their TV show is called. Uh, bullshit. Not that one. It's, they have a new show. Oh, I didn't know they had a new they one. They have a new show, whatever okay. it is. But it's, there's, a, there's a guy in the audience that looks fucking exactly like me. Really? <laughs> yeah. And people keep sending me freeze-frame screen grabs of this shit. It's not me, I swear to God. <laughs> it looks exactly like me. I get a feeling that there's more than a few guys that look a lot like you. And then someone this morning said they saw me driving. 
thing. And I'm like, I, I haven't been in a car all day. Yeah. I've been, I rode my bike here. So I don't know. There's, yeah. fant- there's phantom me's around. Doppelgangers. I mean, there's a lot of fat, bald men with lower half goatees. There just are. You go to any town yeah. in America, you're going to find at least one of us. Yeah. You'll, you'll, yeah, there's more than a few. Yeah. Especially if you go to, like, Philly or Boston. Oh, yeah. There's no, like, in Philly, there's one of me on any like, building. There's, like, 5% of the population Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. yeah. Except they're named Joey. Mm-hmm. They're all Joey. They're all Italian, except yeah. you. Yeah. They're all wearing tracksuits. I can, I can pass as, like, almost any race, though. Yeah, like, you I, are, Anything that's medium olive, yeah, I can pretty much pass You are of them. indeterminate race. <laughs> indeterminate age. When I yeah. don't shave like this, everyone thinks I look fucking 50. I look haggard right now. Well, you've got the hair of it 50, but yeah. you don't have the... But I'm also bald. You do, That's true, but you don't have... You're not all wrinkled up, and you don't have the sun. Like, oh, the California sunshine. Yeah. To, to keep me looking youthful. <laughs> I look haggard as fuck right now because I'm going to Japan tomorrow, and I'll have to shave. And for me, shaving is like a thing. It's my whole face and head, and after a certain point, I have to buzz the whole thing. Thing and you then, have exactly the opposite experience, opposite experience I do. Which is you do nothing. I do nothing. You do nothing other than shave my neck yeah, beard. You do. That's you it. do absolutely nothing, and you have a nice fluffy beard to show for it. I, I, the beard has to peel. Your level of beard, Nino's level of beard, has to peel. I can't do it though. I've committed to this look. I don't think that's necessarily. I don't think you have to be committed to that look forever. I, I think I'm not forever, but I'm committed to it for now. I okay. don't know, but but it's a, it's like a thirty minute process for me to shave my entire face. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. And so like, I just like yeah. don't, and like my girlfriend doesn't mind. She she likes me scruffy, so I sh- I shave depending on the film schedule. Honestly, <laughs> I shave when I have to shoot TV. Other than that, I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, some people care about things like how they look. Not fucking me. Not when YouTube says your audience is ninety nine point two percent male. Then, then there is absolutely no reason to give a fuck. Yeah, it's just well, it's not like not like our audience specifically would care. I mean, no. It, well, they they certainly have things to say about it once in a while, but legitimately, if if who gives a fuck? Yeah. Anyway, so uh, cars. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Uh, what's the? Uh, is there an update on your Corvette? What's going on there? So I'm going kind of fucking crazy with it now. Uh, Are we doing more than just C7 suspension? So C7 suspension, brakes, urethane bushings. No, wait. When you say we say C7 suspension, is that a Z51 or the parts that you're using the same no matter which package you get? Uh, Well, what I'm doing is I'm getting C7 uprights, or sometimes they're called knuckles, and those are going on my control arms. Okay. So that I can bolt the C7 brakes up. Okay. So so I've got the Z51 Brembos. Right. So you're doing the brake hardware, but you're not doing the C7 control arms. No, no. There's no need. I I mean, they're marginally lighter, but there's not a big win there they're right. effective mechanically they're the same okay um and then i'm doing i've got coilovers coming uh so i'm doing will that. your wheels fit on the c7 they're the same it's the same bolt pattern right yeah for yeah. the knuckles yeah the for same the... same bolt pattern almost exactly the same backspacing okay. okay they're really the c6 and c7 measurements not a lot changed it's it's well, surprising that's, that's yeah that's i guess i mean you know when you deconstruct a car to build a new one you know you take what works and you keep it you take yeah. what doesn't work and hopefully you change it and and speaking of what doesn't work the uh 
the Z06 problems are going to be – there's a lot of issues with it now. With what? The heat? Yeah. It's turning yeah, into I a really s- big oh, I thing. Saw, I saw um, uh, Motor Trend had like an Instagram post Yeah, that was like – it showed the gauge cluster and it said um, – you know, it was the warning, the the limp mode warning in the mm-hmm. Z06, and they were like, "It shows the the quote in the, the thing said it shows the gate the coolant temp shows the 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 temperature's fine, and yet this warning light came up and said overheating." This was the same thing that I didn't realize at first until halfway through the shoot with our Z06, yep. which was that the light the the gauge that you expect to be a coolant gauge is an oil temp gauge. Which is why when it read 280, I was like, how is the coolant still even in the car? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, it's o- that's oil. Okay. So the, there's no coolant temp gauge on the home screen of the Z06. You can surf through a menu and get to it. Yeah. So you can get the pop-up window that says car overheated limp mode, and that gauge that was what I was gonna ask. could It'll be just- right in the middle. So well, I guess that there's a point to that, and that you don't care unless it's a problem, so they'll let you know it's a problem. I mean, but- the Z06 is, and they may sort this out, but, but here's the problem with Corvettes, right? They have a much smaller frontal area than almost yeah. any other car yeah. that runs that much power. Okay, If you think about any other car that has a 600-horsepower engine... Um, They've got massive radiators. They have they have much more frontal area, yeah. and if it's a mid-engine car, there's scoops all over the side. Yeah, right. The Z06 does not have scoops all over the side. The small scoops that it has are for the brakes, and it only has that frontal area to cool. Yeah, it's got the the inlet in the front and the bumper effectively, <clears throat> and then of course we've all seen the vents on the hood. Yeah, and that was a big improvement over the C6. It is, but, but when you're running still. a boosted application, especially with a a top mount supercharger you develop much more heat and and i've heard this from a few places that gm engineers had to make a decision it's do we go na with whatever their horsepower limit was for an na engine right. on pump gas maybe it was 600 or maybe it was 580 or whatever it was but it was not 650 or and they say or do we get the magazine covers 650 horsepower and and plus let's not forget they make a fucking convertible of this car this car is not a track it's not what the z06 was yeah it's not even a z28 it's not the track special anymore it's just now it's just the most expensive corvette yeah and Uh, people buy it as such really in my understanding the problem is is that even guys that are changing the radiators not much is that's not really fixing much. It's coolant temp wasn't the issue I had. I had an oil temperature issue. What it is, from from all indications so far, is that little 1.7 liter blower that they moved down to yeah. is working really, really hard. Well, so is the answer to put a bigger blower with a bigger pulley? It seems to be the case. Because that little one has to spin super fast. That makes sense. So, so has anyone done a... Bigger blower, smaller, or bigger blower, bigger pulley? I believe our friend John Hennessy is. Right, but he's pushing it to like a zillion horsepower, probably, right? Yeah, but he's even not, then, I think that's just just doing that, it's probably going to run better. God, that seems like, what is that, 20 grand? It's got to be 20 grand. Probably. From Hennessy. Yeah. From Magnuson, you know, a similar setup would be what? Because Magnuson sells the C, their C7 kit for. Eight grand, yeah. Which presu- which is bigger. It's the two point three, not the one point seven yeah. or whatever. So presumably that would also fit onto a Z06 
more or less, right? It should, I don't know if the head ports are different on the Z06. I haven't. I don't know the difference. Well, I don't know if it LT1. does now, but it could. It could. it could. It could. It could absolutely. Yeah, and so, like, but is anyone going to spend eight thousand dollars? To not get heat soak. Yes. It's probably Corvette, right. Corvette owners, yes. Some of them will. Yeah. And, and let's be honest. If you bought a Z06, you got a little bit of money. Or or are track guys just not going to buy this car? I mean, Z06, Corvette yeah. people are with a, with a uh, uh, you know, in pers- let's, let's say 95% of Corvette people are like value people. Mm-hmm. They care about value. Yep. And then there's the 1% or, you know, the 5% at the top who are rich as fuck and just love Corvettes. And there's a bunch of them. Ken mm-hmm. Ligenfelter, guys like that. Right. You know what I mean? Or they specifically just like, no, nah, I don't want to run a 911. Yeah. Right. You know, there, there's enough of those people. And yeah. then, but everyone else is kind of a value. I can't see... Dumping, if you want, you know, these people, if they want a track car, get a fucking C6 06. Put slicks on it. Yeah. That's, just be done with the fucking thing. Yeah. And it's going to be <clears throat> way lighter. I mean, it's yeah, almost 400 pounds lighter. And if you put the same money into it, you know, you can buy a C6 06 right now with ceramics and like the full, yeah. you know, Z07 kit, what, in the 70s? Mid- I think 60s. well under that. I think yeah. probably 55 will get you there. I mean, I just reviewed a C6 Z06. It was 35 grand. I mean, if you took that car, yeah. you put you, you throw even 15 or 20 grand at it, and you, that's the track car right there. You're and done. that's, you know, that's more or less. So what I'm kind of going for with mine is to kind of make the GT3 version of a VET. So of a C6 yeah. is, you know, fairly decent interior, nothing too crazy. But just very. Are you capable. doing anything with your interior? Yeah, I am. What do you do? Seats? I'm gonna do seats. Uh, I'm gonna get send, those Corbo ones. Yeah, I'm gonna get the Corbos. I'm gonna have my uh, door panels sent down to Mexico and redone down there. <laughs> really? Yeah, I am. Did you do find it. a Mexican shop? Uh, our buddy Jason has has a guy down there. Oh, he did his right. Yeah. How long did that take? Uh he didn't say. But I mean, I think he would have told me if it took forever. For so. people not in LA, this. Sending your body panels and or seats or seat to Tijuana is like a really common thing in California that people do because there's a lot of good like uh, uh, the upholstery shops. Upholstery there. shops. They're like little family run shops. Yeah, amazing. Was it Jay? Someone who did it? Um, I think it was one of the guys whose cars I filmed sent like his seats mm-hmm. to fucking Mexico, and he said, "Yeah, he went down with a truck to go get them, and like there's cars with like." You know, I'm not going to say the name. I couldn't even remember it. But, like, blank, blank BMW of Southern California, like, brand new (laughs) dealer cars were down there where, like, you know, something that got fucked up at the dealer and they just straight flatbedded that bitch to TJ and are having these fucking things fixed down there. Oh, Jesus. It was was like a San Diego area car dealership. But, you know, that's it's just it's cheap to run one of those shops down there and they do a really good job. It's um I've heard. It's it's something so honestly. Wait, what what are you going to GT3 what are you going to wrap them in like Alcantara or something? Uh, I'm going to get I'm going to get the pillars wrapped in Alcantara. It's kind of like the pillars and the belt stuff and all that stuff, you uh-huh. know, the stuff that you don't touch all the time basically, yeah. and then everything else is going to go leather. What is the turnaround time for something like that? Uh not entirely clear on that. That's what I got to find like out. It might be a while. I'm okay with that though. Yeah, it's I better know. than spending eight grand on interior work. No kidding. Uh, and like then my it- Corvette too. I'm supposed to send this fucking. Everyone has been suggesting these these double din replacements because I keep talking about how I just want some like 
iPhone connectivity on my Corvette. Mm -hmm. I've still got the standard radio. But, like, all these places, I have to take my shit out and send it to them. And it's, like, eight weeks, ten weeks turnaround. Yeah. Which, to me, is fucking annoying as all hell. Well, the guys I talked to earlier today, he said four weeks if you send the part. Another, but can I takes, just buy another bezel and send him one? Send him yeah, that? you could, you could. I just don't want to like. I don't like. You don't want to be without. I de- here's the, the for me like I'm fucking busy. Like, I'm a busy person. I don't have a lot of. T- I want these things done, but I don't have a lot of time to fuck around with this shit. So like, if I have to pay a little more, if there was a place I could bring the Corvette, drop it off. I mean, even Alan Ed's Auto Sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Overnight, leave the car. Pick it up, and it has a fucking radio in it now that works. Like, I would be stoked on that. I guarantee there's somebody in L.A. that, that can make that a double-digit unit I, I'm you. sure somebody could. Will it be pretty? That's uh, a different story. I've done my own work on that. Or the even, past. Is you, the, are there any Apple cape integrated ones? They're all doubled-in that are the Apple yeah, CarPlay ones, in. right? Yeah. I feel like if you're going to spend the money on a car stereo today, like you have to get a CarPlay one or an Android Auto, depending on what you're you using. Know, like, they're why always, would you spend money on something else? I don't know. I, it really doesn't make sense unless you're going for like a Macintosh head unit or something. Oh like yeah, that. I mean that would be some like baller shit. Yeah. But like all those car stereo interfaces, I've seen even like the newest ones are like clunky as fuck. Yeah, it's, it's a shitty. It's a shitty. Uh, uh, what do you, IP? Uh, not IP. What user do you, interface. Yeah. What UI? UI. UI yeah. yeah. It's yeah. And mm. and the nice thing is at least most of these things like it they'll work with either your Android or your iPhone. So. Uh, or was, is, are, um, usually are is are yeah. they, are they c- capable with both? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, do you uh, get the same UI no matter which phone you're you're using? No, I mean the Android one has their version of it, and I mean, Apple, Apple has one, like, their version like of it. Looks like little Apple but they're, icons. They're both variations on the same sort of concepts. So I'm fucking. I'm. St- I think whenever I buy a new car, my next new car, I want to have that. It's almost guaranteed. Any new car you buy will have it. Your focus dude, will, dude. The focus. Here's the thing. Yeah about this focus i'm really stoked on the focus rs but the lexus has been on the road and i've had only manual transmission cars to drive for like the last week and a half yeah and i do not like the idea of having a manual transmission daily driver anymore like la i like people are gonna be like you're not a car guy but like come to la i travel around a lot anywhere else in the country Anywhere else in the fucking country that's not New York or L.A., I would drive a manual gearbox car every day, not think twice about it. L.A. is such a shithole when it comes to driving. Yeah. The amount of traffic you sit in here, the fact that inching forward in traffic is either a just lift your foot off the gas, for, off the brake for two seconds, and you'll inch forward versus foot off brake, clutch, clutch, gas, clutch, now back on brake. That's to move a foot. Now repeat that. 10,000 times, like in the traffic jam I just sat in from Venice to Mount Baldy for this hike with Hannah. Mm-hmm. So I went, we went on this moonlight hike thing, right? It's a full moon, so you hike up at night. It's sweet. Dude, I drove Alex Roy's 911 Targa, yeah. 87. Granted, this is an 80, 87 Targa, not a brand new Focus RS. And that's probably a cable clutch and three hours it took to get to Mount Baldy, dude. Yeah. It was, dude, it was fucked. My knee was killing me. I was so angry and grumpy, and I <laughs> felt so terrible, like, that I couldn't have a good time in this car. I chose to drive this car, and then this traffic came out of nowhere, and I was like, 
God, my legs hurt, hurt from this. I mean, and I was just like, I can't. How can I buy a stick shift car as a daily driver in Los Angeles? You know, if it bothers you that much, then maybe that's the answer right there. But, I mean, I, I do it every day, but it doesn't bother me that much. Do you, you don't – I don't think you – I feel like you don't sit in as many traffic jams as I do. Not anymore. I mean, I used I to. I got to drive, like, across the city all the time. Yeah. Which stinks. I Yeah, that's true. I used to get a lot more than I do now. Like, so. And I know I have the Lexus, and I can just not lend that to people as much and use it as a car instead of a movie prop. But, like, I'm just sort of like, I can't. I, I'm having a really hard time reconciling or, driving stick in traffic with the want of a Focus RS. Vespa. That's the other thing. Vespa. I know. But what am I going to ride a Vespa to Mount Baldy? <laughs> no. Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's, it's kind of stupid. Focus RS is like dope. Like I, it's, it's an opportunity to have something dope and it's not like it isn't going to be awesome, but you know, it's for a daily driver car. I'm not in the canyons that much. Yeah. Uh, I think it's one of those situations where you're making an honest assessment here and it's not like if you want to focus RS a year after it's out, you're like, ah, I really should have gotten you one. You can open the door, Harrison. It's okay. It's not like you, <laughs> it's not like you can't get one at a later date. No, I know. Um, it's just you won't have that very first one. I feel like I've, I feel like I stupidly have built this up though, and everyone's. St- I mean, I don't know why it matters. Like I, I can always change my mind. It's like my fucking car, my money. But yeah, but I'm just. I don't know. I'm super, super stoked on the car, but like. I was like, ooh, I could you know lease what? We a all fucking, get excited I could lease an shit. X3. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I could, I could lease a totally average yet comfortable and practical M235 with the auto. You know? I, yeah, I, I kind of, I do need a, a usable back seat in a daily driver. I need to be able to fit adults in the back. Right. And I need to be able to fit camera gear in it and possibly a bicycle. Okay. So, like, hatchbacks small SUVs things like that like i don't th- i don't think i need to burn the kind of cash for like an X5 like i'm not i don't need $50,000 no. but like i don't know i don't know something with an automatic is becoming increasingly and there's always i hate to say it the, the golf r i that's what i was just thinking there is of. always the golf r but there's no goddamn usb port in that car and it drives me fucking up the wall well, that can be taken care of. I, I'm sure it could, but the 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 MMI in that thing I don't like at all. But it's a very nice car. It's tempting. That's that's tempting yeah. as well, especially because I bet you get a deal on one too. Well, especially when that Focus comes out. Yeah, they'll probably drop like a rock. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm flippity flopping with that right now a little bit. Yeah, uh, you know, it's one of those things, man. We all get excited about shit, and then. It was like I was all ready to go buy that 335 diesel. I was yeah. ready to buy one, and then I started finding out the kind of problems that they have in the intake manifolds. So, Which is what? The carbon buildup yeah, shit? Yeah, massive carbon buildup to the point where they basically choke themselves out. Do all the diesels do that? I mean, I don't... More really? or less. Actually, basically, all the new BMWs do. Eventually. I know all the BMWs have the carbon buildup, but like, does the X5 does it too? If it's got the, if it's got a turbo really? direct injected motor, when does yeah. that start to happen? Uh, as far as like getting bad, yeah, you really start seeing effects of it probably sixty seventy thousand miles. My mom's Q seven diesel has like sixty thousand miles on it. Hasn't seen any problems with it yet. 
And she yeah. does all the services. Well, I mean, it's not every design. It's BMW ones are pretty bad. Yeah. Actually, Ford's having some problem with it on the EcoBoost, too. Can you get the diesel in the Q5 yet, that V6 diesel? A Q5 with that diesel could be the shit. That could be good. That's a sweet fucking ride. Yeah. The uh, Speaking of diesels, they uh, they announced the pricing on the Colorado diesel. So oh, really? Start at like 34 I guess it's good because diesel doesn't catch on fire as easily as, uh, as yeah. gas does. Yeah. yeah. The wiring harnesses that are shitty on those? Uh, I don't know what it was on those, but... The Colorado... I like the Colorado. I do, too. That was a, it looks I, nice. I mean, when I had the, the <clears throat> that truck, I mean... It was the one with the the new V6. It's basically the V the V8 once again with yeah, two cylinders yeah. chopped off with a brand new version of it. That truck was surprisingly fast. The uh, idea of small pickup trucks is appealing, although the the annoyance of not being able to uh, leave my shit out, like having to put the cases in the truck with my Raptor, was annoying. you get a rollout bed cover? Yeah, I know, but SUVs. You don't have to do that ever. <laughs> yeah, but you Close also can't, hatch. you know, if you got to move anything big, SUV. That's true. That's why, I mean, trucks are very handy. But the other thing is when you have a truck, then everybody wants you to borrow your oh, truck. Oh, dude, I was ever, I was the neighborhood mover when I had that Raptor. It was either borrow the truck or can you help me move, and I would usually let them borrow the truck. Yeah. Uh, I don't miss that from when I own trucks. Yeah. So, Or I could be like a boss and get like a CarMax Range Rover. Yeah, you could. I mean, I could fully get a CarMax Range Rover. Go with the Demuro plan. The Demuro plan is not a bad plan. Doug is a smart guy. You yeah. know, I've seen some like fairly baller-ass used cars at CarMax. Like, I could probably get oh, yeah. like an Alpina B7 for like forty-five grand with a warranty at CarMax. Absolutely. You know what's actually a great deal now? Hmm. Uh, you can get uh, ISFs for about twenty-six grand. See, that is a very good deal. It's yeah. a great motor. I didn't like the seats in that car though. I couldn't actually drive one of those. The seats were very strange. Ah, uh, they didn't bother me that much, but uh, they had like they had no shoulder. Well, they like they were shorty seats. Like they ended like the middle of my back. Yeah, I guess they kind of. Yeah. They, they were a little funky. The new the new IS has much better seats than the old one. Yeah, the new IS seats are. It's are, the, are those uh, leasing out cheap? Those are nice. I have no idea. Someone I, I know, know that they're going to do a. I have one Lexus. I they're getting rid of the base V six and they're going with a two liter turbo. Yeah, the next turbo year. that could be neat. That's like that could be like the new uh, Silvia or something. Or the new Cifero. The Cifero yeah. was a four door Silvia. Yeah, it could be. Could be one like that. I don't know. Did, I hated the old IS transmissions. I haven't driven any of the regular ISs of the new generation. I've just driven the They're RCF. They're nice. Yeah, no. The, um, the did the they fix IS the transmission? Because they had that god-awful automatic in them before. Um, uh, the one I drove was pretty... I mean, it's an auto. Yeah. But it rev matches and it has a locking torque converter. Okay. It was, it was it was decent. Yeah, because it was what drove me crazy with like the IS three fifties or the, the old one. Yeah, the oh, old one. Oh no no, no it's much better. Yeah, yeah, it's better than that. It's okay. Than that. Yeah, yeah, that transmission was awful. No, no, it's good now. Okay. I had them on the track. They were it's fine. Yeah, because it's I not a dual clutch, but it'll do. I love the transmission in the RCF. That thing was fantastic. Yeah, it's the same one. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's it's the yeah. eight speed, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's the same That's chip. a great transmission. Yeah. Oh, I think mm, does the three fifty have a six speed or an eight speed? think it's eight okay. fuck it's been a lot I, I drive but too would, many cars you know if you don't if it doesn't shit. stick out as being crap i think no, that's, no it was fine i remember it being fine yeah it has those neat gauges 
Yeah. The shifty gauges? Yeah. The shifty gauges They're are really, cool. They're really, yeah. They're cool. That's a good one. Uh, you know, that's the thing that kills me with Lexus is they do so well on everything else, but they're so far down on power in that segment. Do we... They are down on power. They need to find a way. Well, if this turbo motor, they need to start... I don't know if turbo is the answer or... Whatever it is they're doing, I mean, I guess their hybrids have some power, but I kind of want one of those. Yeah. I, they really they really have not done a good job with this new RX. It is not a good-looking car. No. The more, and, and I've, I've seen old first-gen RXs on the road every day, and the more I look at it, I go, God, it's a good design. The first-gen RX. It's very, it's, it's just it's clean. Just- yeah, it's it's very plain. It's like generic SUV. Yeah, but like if you look at the subtleties of like the way the body curves in from the wheel arches a little bit, like it's got some neat little details in it yeah. that you don't really notice until you start looking at how busy the new shit is. Yeah, I, and I'm a big and I actually of that generation. I kind of like the 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 old FX 35s. Those were the good. first ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they have some they have some uh, well they're distinctive. That was when that was when Infinity was doing things very well. That was when you could hear an Infinity coming down the road. Yeah, that. <laughs> it's right up there. It's that's right that. up there. I, it, you know, a million cars go by my window every day. Yeah, and I always know. You know, Porsche. You always know Mustang. You always know G thirty five. G thirty five is yeah. one of them, and then Subaru is the other. Oh, yeah. and I've gotten very good at spotting uh, the difference between a four thirty and a three sixty now. Oh, Ferrari? Yeah. Yeah, uh, 360s have a, mm, a much more hummy, yeah. whereas a 430 is more brappy. Yeah. The 430 is a, where a, a, a 360 is, you know what I mean? And the 430 is a louder car. Yeah. They have those, it, it's more, uh, yeah, brappy, I guess would be the word. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was a new, completely new engine. Yeah. So. The uh, 355s have a nice, a very nice hum. It's a very, it's a super smooth, even hum. Like it's yeah. got a tiny little cam. You know what I mean? It's almost got like a like a speedboat cam. What was what, what was the displacement on three fifty five? Three and a half. It was a three and a half mm-hmm. liter. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a tiny. That's a tiny V eight. It's a little V eight. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Fucking great. Yeah, great little motor. I mean, a pain in the ass, but when it's working properly, great little motor. Yeah, that's the only downside with those old Ferraris is they don't. Oh, the maintenance is a, is horrific on yeah. a 355, especially if you find something like the worst. The, the, I mean, if you were to buy a 355 F1 Spider, you would have to have 100% of the purchase price set aside for maintenance for yeah. the first like three or four years. The 360 seem to be okay for the most part. They're better. They don't need engine out. Yeah. Um, I don't hear as many like catastrophic problems. No, no, the, the Ferraris have gotten a lot better. Like weird shit goes wrong in 360s. Like they have little funky electrical issues, yeah. and they do blow. They blow F1 lines, the hydraulic lines. You can find that's why the stick ones are so much nicer. But like f- finally, and then the 430s are reliable, except like the tail lights fall out. Which is weird, and it's a it's a totally a real thing, and the and the switches like fall out, which is a little ghetto. Yeah, but it's not the engines work pretty good, and the four five eight is finally like that car works finally. Yeah, and I think the FF works pretty good too. I think. Sh- I think, I think, yeah, you don't hear too many like. Other than the random uh, Ferrari catching on fire, you don't hear too many mechanical. Yeah. And you don't get that with the front engine cars. 
Those are, those are always the mid-engine cars that yeah. catch on fire. The front-engine ones have really fatty-ass radiators. And, and that F12 good. is such a fucking gorgeous car. Yeah, and the, and people don't typically scream them along at like a fucking million RPM either. The V12s, like they, you know, the GT cars. Yeah, and that and the V12s, you can't drive them that hard because they're way too fast. That's true. Yeah. That is true. You That's, need a racetrack. That 599 was is way too much car the 599 for the and the F12. The F12's just, crazy as well. Them. Yeah. Um. So, so I, are we talking about actual news? Yeah. So, uh, CTSVs are starting to hit. Yeah, I haven't read any reviews. Did you read? Did you have you read? I any caught of? a couple of them. I, did I you read checked Spinelli's? out. Uh, did not read Spinelli's yet. I didn't, don't think it was posted when I looked. Uh, but I went and read uh, Road and Tracks. Who did that one? Um, I, I think it was. It might have been Kirstein actually. Oh, okay. Um. So. The numbers on that car are freaking astounding. Well, as they will be. It, was, it runs an 11.6. That's pretty good. Yeah. it's It pulls over a G on the skid pad. That's pretty good. Uh, runs cool all day because they learned their lesson from the Z06. Well, the CTSV has a giant vertically it, mounted radiator. And it's even bigger on the CTSV than it was on the uh, on the regular CTS in yeah. the, the V-Sport. Well, it, um, it has to be, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. I, I imagine if you that engine is totally fine if you can get a big enough radiator in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty impressive. I mean, this car, they're saying some very positive things about it that, I mean, it's it's putting big numbers down over Mercedes. And when you're slapping around Mercedes by 100 horsepower, that's some yeah, serious it's power. Yeah, ser- it's fucking serious. Yeah. I, could tell, I could do a review of it right now. I haven't even driven it. Here's what the review is. It. Okay, it's got huge numbers, monster power. Zeo's, you know, the Z06 engine is ridiculous. So the eight-speed gearbox probably is pretty shit in the Z06, but in a car like this, is totally acceptable. Which is exactly what people say. Yeah, of course they've uh, they the they have a, a crazy tire and brake package on the thing. So it super sports stops really good. It's got great tires. The interior is about. Two to three points behind BMW on a scale out of ten. They may have made. All right, let's see. They've gone. There's aggressive bolstering in the seats. Q stinks. There's piano black everywhere there shouldn't be. And uh, it's a good value compared to the M5. Yeah. It, <laughs> it drives be- Basically, it drives better than the M5 with a slightly worse interior. You don't even have to drive these fucking things anymore. That, that's that, no, I, yeah, that's all the review. I think it's, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's amazing to me how good Cadillac has gotten. Yeah, I drove that uh, like an 85,000 mile CTSV wagon a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it was nice. It was tight as a drum. There weren't any rattles, and the, the, the wear on things was good. Well, the cool thing is, is that you know, you're getting better performance than the German counterparts of the same era, but you're also getting better reliability than the German cars have too. Um, I think that's mostly true. I think uh, the the CTSVs have any major like issues. Uh, they have some bearing problems on the superchargers now, but some that's only some of them, and it's an easy easy fix. It's cheap and it's covered under warranty. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's they're amazing cars and. They're saying, you know, the new CTSV is it it for a car as large as it is handles very very well. I'm sure it does. But they've got uh, a little bit of from what I've seen the one thing that gets me is they've got a little bit of Mercedes syndrome going on and that they've only got a and I say only but a 295 under the t- under the rear of it. Well, that's for that much power, yeah. Yeah. That's not a I mean it's acceptable, but uh not exceptional. 
in yeah. terms of rear tire. I'd like to see a monster rear tire under there, but what is in the, do you know what's in the front? Is it staggered? Uh, I think it might actually be square. That would be sweet. Yeah. If, it, if they're running 295 square, that's dope. I'm about that life. Yeah. It's, it's a cool car. It'll yeah. be fun. It's got the same power-to-weight ratio of the uh, Hellcat, though. Does it? So it's like a Hellcat that will actually take corners. Uh, you know, everyone says the Hellcat doesn't take corners. I think it does. The Charger, especially. The Charger handle's great. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's not that they don't take corners. It's that the CTS has a whole other level of big uh, sedan. Probably, yeah. Does it, do you get ceramic brakes? Ceramic uh, brakes? Yes. Is it optional or yeah, standard? Yeah, I think they're optional. Well, it'll probably all, and what is it, 85 grand? I believe that's where it starts. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a fuckload of car for that much money, and especially because, realistically, a brand-new M5 out the door is 115 now. Yeah. Maybe 120. And probably by the time you're done with options, 125, 130. Yeah, that's not a cheap car. The M5 is too fast and too stiff to be a road car. It's crazy fast. Yeah. And it's a little stiff. Mercedes has finally dialed in their settings where comfort really means comfort, which I like. Yeah. BMWs are still a little stiff for me. And I believe the CTS has magnetic ride, too. So Of course, I must. Yeah. So I don't think they're, yeah. It'll be cool. I mean, Mercedes and, and Cadillac seem to be the battle. I don't think that, I don't think BMW's in the running anymore. I really just, I don't even put them in the consideration. Um, in the large sedans class? In the or? large, fast sedans. Well, the M5 is fucking super legit when it comes to that kind of it stuff. It is, but and I so mean... So is the M6 yeah. sedan. And, uh, the Grand Coupe. It's, but Mercedes and, um, and Cadillac both have them outgunned as far as power goes now. Um, yeah, I guess so. Well, you can, you get 600 in the fucking in the M5 competition or whatever it is it the anniversary edition or the competition yeah. whatever it is you get no, you're 600 right. you're right they did they bumped it up yeah yeah i so. mean you know this is but this formula just repeats itself it's, is, this is not any different yeah. than it's been the, the formula repeats it's a, repeated itself in what 2005 when the last M5 come out 05 06 something like that somewhere around there 05 yeah. maybe yeah. And then it was the first, you know, the first CTSV, and then the M5 got updated. It was a second CTSV. No, yeah. I I said the first M5 come out. That's not right. I meant the the E39 was 2000. Right. Right. Then we had the first CTSV, and then we had the refreshed V10. Yeah. And then we had the the second gen CTSV in 09, and Mercedes with their e, the E63 finally beating the horsepower of the M5, but not quite the handling. And now it's the same shit again. Just reloop it. Just yep. put it on a fucking loop. Yeah, I'm just. I bet the CTSV beats the uh, AMG and the M5 around Nurburgring. Very likely. Probably does. Very likely. Because that's what they do over there. The, the Cadillac guys are not fucking around. I mean, especially when you look at that AT, the ATSV race car is probably the prettiest thing. That thing is a beast. Is beast looking? Yeah, the, it's a winner. The uh, cylinder heads on. <clears> the, I'm gonna. Oh, I have to add that bar. to my list. Book. I have. I'm, I have my little notebook in front of me. Book. This is what my list looked like. ATSV press car. What else? Well, I have. I should. Always, oh, I need to book the new Miata. Yeah. I need to book. What other press cars do I need? I can't think of anything that's that interesting right now. I'd like to have. Uh, I did the new C sixty three on drive. It was sick. I'd like to have one of those. Yeah, that's a cool part. Oh, I need a. I want a GLA forty five. Yeah, 
Did you uh, see if you can get a uh, AMG GT too? Oh yeah, that's a badass car. That's true. I am. I usually like to wait until everyone else drives them. That way, you kind of get more time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it break time? It's about break time. Yeah. Okay. I just got uh, a very important email I need to look at immediately. So let's take a break. We'll come back, and we got a bunch more cool shit to talk about. Bye. And we're rolling. Hello. We're back. All right. How about uh, how about driving? You like driving? I like driving. When I like driving, I want to just be driving. I don't want to be texting. I don't want to be checking email. I don't want to be adjusting my hair. I want to be driving with the windows down, most of the time shifting a manual gearbox, the smell of the outdoors and asphalt. I look forward to these moments when it's just me and the road with no distractions, focusing on every curve and feeling every nuance in the road. So ask yourself, does driving matter to you? If it does, Mazda builds cars just for you. Because to them, driving matters. How about Wheelwell? It's the automotive social network you've been waiting for. From hot rods, muscle cars, and rock crawlers, and more. It's the place to connect with others who share your adrenaline-fueled addiction. Create a profile for your ride and share photo specs and keep track of all your modifications. Find friends. Join clubs and connect with fellow gearheads. Create a Wheelwell profile for your car and send it over to us to have your car selected for a one-take. The waiting list on one-takes has officially surpassed six months. There is a six-month waiting list to do a one-take. Doesn't mean I won't do it. I want to schedule it. Let's get it on the schedule now. And people, sometimes people can't make it. And I have cancellations sometimes, and we can bump people up if necessary. But Or if yeah. you've got something really fucking cool. Yeah. Sometimes people do have, uh, there are reasons for jumping the line. But six-month waiting list. Shoot me a wheel well link of your car if you want to see it on the smoking tire. Forza Motorsport 6. Coming to stores September 15th. I'm very excited. They're the official sponsor of All Cars Go to Heaven 2. That film will be brought to you by Forza Motorsports 6, and we are super excited about it. Uh, for now, until Motorsports 6 comes out, Forza Horizon 2 is in the stores. It, it, it offers open road thrills paired with the exquisite detail the franchise is known for. And now, if you are a an owner of Forza Horizon 2, you can get the Mazda MX-5 pack free of charge. Experience the legacy of one of the world's most iconic roadsters with five models all throughout the MX-5's history, including the brand new 2016 MX-5. Experience it only in Forza Horizon 2. Visit ForzaMotorsport.net for more details and more great stuff on the way. You know the great thing about having that car in Forza already yeah. is that you can go and throw a 900-horsepower V8 in it <laughs> before anybody's actually built the parts exactly. to do it. You can see how it will handle with triple its horsepower. Uh, Smoking Tire T-Shirt of the Month Club. We have new designs coming out every month. Go to thesmokingtire.com, click on that Merch tab. If you want to support the Smoking Tire, we've got some cool shirts for you to wear. They're not just... Just ads for the smoking tire that I'm asking you to buy. They're uh, very cool designs. You can actually buy uh, our first few months at thesmokingtire.com right now. They're available uh, to retail customers. Um, and that's at thesmokingtire.com slash merch. You can sign up for one month, sign up for 12 months, and you do get a price break if you sign up for all 12 months. So check out the new t-shirts we've got coming out every single month on our merch store. Okay. Follow us in all the usual places. 
anything you can think of slash the smoking tire. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Just, I guess not anything you can think of. Just go to Google and type in the smoking tire. Indeed. That page will just be all the shit. Indeed. So, um, so anyway, I read a story today that... Uh, in, oh, Harrison joining us on the microphone. Hello. He's been editing the Alex Kelsey rally video all day. Everyone's been like, when are we going to see this video? It's been a while, I know. He's, We're going to see it soon, right, Harrison? Yeah, I hope so. We'll see. <laughs> I've been Better. watching you working on that for a while. There's yeah. a lot of shit. There's a lot of footage, yeah. and, and unlike a standard car review, there isn't a specific arc of story without creating one. Yeah, so. this it's going to be worth waiting on that one because it's a, it's a very different car from anything that you guys have basically ever shot. And no one's really done proper video coverage of the car before, so we felt no, we had I'm, to do... I'm guessing he's going to get a lot of attention after this comes out. Yeah, we had to do an extra good job. So, uh, speaking of like uh, stuff from down under, um, and JDM cars are huge in New Zealand, yep. and I just got the story that in Japan... The price of an R32 Skyline has doubled. 89 and 90 Skylines. Yeah, yeah. in the last uh, 12 months, thanks to Americans' appetites for these cars. And and the prices of all JDM cars, especially like the Silvia, the Soarer stuff that's the, the front-engine rear-wheel drive or all-wheel drive coupes has gone through the roof. So those who have bought have bought well so far, I would say. Yeah, you know, the move would have been... Like, to invest in a bunch of cars in Japan five years ago? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, apparently, you know, people are... There's some importers in Japan that are just stockpiling R33s, like, left and right. That's... Just as many as I they would can do, buy. That's what I would do. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold out for a 34, because I just... It's that's better. One. It's just the... I, I, that one was the one I played in Gran Turismo. I want that one. <laughs> I want the 32. I want the 34. I want the I want the that that's the shit. We're gonna I get think. to a point I think soon where the thirty four is worth more than the thirty five. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Well, we no, we will for sure. We're at a point. We're at a point there now in certain circumstances. I mean, if you have one of the Motor X cars, that's worth more than a thirty five. That's true. Um, if you have any that any R thirty four that is for some reason road legal in the U S, it's probably worth more than an R thirty five. How would you get it? I don't even know how an R34 would be road legal. There are, there are some, like, sketchily titled ones. Yeah. Like, you can get them into the country. Like, people will bring in the body in one container and then the drive line another container, and then you're bringing in parts, not a car. It's like that It's like that previous-gen Focus RS that's kicking around. Yeah. It keeps going up for sale, like, every two years, and they're like, it's legal. Yeah. We square. Yeah. Like yeah. The, well, there's, there's one. I yeah. think the guy got one in. And even then, the only reason that it's actually stuck around is because when they go to register it, it just says and they find out focus. they can't. Yeah. Well, it just says. Well, it's not even that. It's not even strictly legal, from what I understand. But nobody bats an eye because it's a focus and it's got a focus VIN and it looks normal. Uh, yeah, I think it would be harder in some states than others to register that car. I don't think you'd ever get it through in California. Yeah, I think it's registered in like Vermont or New Hampshire. Yeah, Future. like some one of those don't give a fuck states. Yeah, pretty much. Um. But uh, the where were we? Skylines. The um, I don't know about getting one into California. I, th- I you can't really even. But there's some ones on like weirdo, you know, Montana titles and Florida titles where someone has brought them in, assembled it into a complete car, and then fucking you know slips the guy 150 bucks of the DMV yeah. to to give him a title. Once you have a title, there's not much anyone's gonna do unless you're in California. Yeah, although if I was a guy going after imported cars, 
every time I saw a Florida car, I'd be ten times more suspicious. You, you would think, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you. But there and there's but there's paperwork that makes that can make that legit ish. You know, like <laughs> the, you're kind of. I think I think what what I've been told, and I mean, who the fuck knows? I, you know, I'm certainly not going to push my luck on this move. But I've been told that the guy who was like the super anti skyline guy. Mm-hmm that started the anti-Skyline thing, like, retired. And, like, the people after him don't really give a fuck. And furthermore, most cops are not very smart, which we know. Yeah. And most cops just hear Skylines are now legal, and they don't know the difference between a 33, a 34, a 32. No, so they most people see wouldn't. a Skyline, they go, oh, well, they're legal now. And they go, do you have paperwork for that? And you go, yeah, here's my paperwork. And they look at it and go, okay. Now, yeah, if, you produce having, a, if you produce yeah. a Florida title and a Florida reddish reg card in your name, meanwhile, you have a California driver's license, that's a different story. Yeah. it's. Uh, I remember when I, when I got my license out here, I wish I'd not brought my Florida license with me or just lied to them because they immediately took a uh, hole puncher yeah, they and punched just, it. Yeah. Yeah. If I just said, no, I don't have my license on me, I could have kept a Florida license. Yeah. All of the problems that I'd had that took me five years to square out with insurance, just from changing addresses, yeah. would have not happened. Now, allegedly, I know a guy, allegedly, who moved to California <clears throat> from another state and allegedly, I repeat that, allegedly, mm-hmm. pretended to never have a driver's license at all and took the California road test without turning in his other license and and had two valid licenses. Yeah, that's I, I've heard of those cases before, too. It's happened, allegedly, from time to time. I, it's not currently going on, from what I understand, but it happened in the past. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing, I could totally just easily go get a license and like, register at my sister's house. Yeah. The, this, the, these government agencies, for the most part, do not talk to each other. No. And also, like... There could be a Chris Hayes in California and a Chris Hayes in Florida. Or, there's, or Chris, there's probably fucking 15 Chris Hayes in this county alone. There's more than that. Yeah. it's Chris is like, they think, the fifth most common male name in the world. Yeah. And Hayes, way too many Irish people fuck. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's what happens. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if you wanted to game the system, it really wouldn't be that hard. You just have to be like a little bit smart. Right. And also, as I like to say, one crime at a time. Always one... one. It's when you start stacking crimes, that's when bad things happen. Yeah. Man was speeding while smoking a joint. Man was receiving fellatio while drunk. Drunk isn't a good excuse. I don't endorse drunk driving, but... Yeah. One crime at a time, and you'll probably be okay. If you're doing something bad in your car, make sure the rest of your car is legal. And I say it's funny though because most people do one crime at a time and they're fine. Yeah, but the vast majority of people that don't they don't ha- just they, do two things wrong. No, like they seven, do like yeah, yeah. Like, say like yeah, you're you're getting a blowjob from a hooker while speeding, drunk, and they've got an ounce and a half of weed in yeah. trunk, and they've got a gun, in, an unregistered gun in the and the taillights out. Yeah, like, you know, like one crime at a time, and you'll probably be okay. Like. You can talk your way out of one. Yes. You can talk your way out of seven. Number one issue, 
Do not change your factory rules. Should we make that the next t-shirt? Should we make a one crime at a time t-shirt? Yeah. We were going to make that a t-shirt, and then I, we didn't think it would be a good seller. But here's the move. I'll just put it in the t-shirt club. <laughs> that, way, that, way people don't, that way they're not buying individual shirts. They're buying a year of shirts. Yeah, it's like, you know. I'll put that on my list. It's something that can almost be worked out. Like, you know, the good, fast, or cheap pick two? Yeah. You know, something like right? that would one crime at a time. One crime at a time shirt. I'm, uh, this is this is the Matt organizing his life podcast. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Well, this episode brought to you by Evernote. Brought to you, by, dude. I'm uh, I'm uh, I, I'm so analog with this book. My first, I this they give you like notebooks when you go on press launches. Yeah. And so this one is particularly nice. This is actually a moleskin brand uh, one, and it's from Land Rover. And my first note in it was from the. I believe it was January 2013 launch of the new Range Rover. And then I'm now like two-thirds of the way through that book in 18 months of just notes. And it's being held together by gaffer tape. Yeah, you've always been big on that. Like, I always lose notebooks. Yeah, so no, always, this is the – It's the for me, it's the hand the hand. It's something, writing it down. Certain people, it clicks better when yeah. you're writing it down. And I think it does for me too, but I lose notebooks. If I type so. it in my phone, never. This notebook has become a very personalized part of me too. I keep a watchful eye on this notebook. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. I remember a couple of days. We we're like, where the fuck is my notebook? Oh man! I and I freaked out once. I left it in a shopping cart at a fucking grocery store. Yeah. And I thought it was gone, and it turned out the guy had collected the shopping carts, and it was like in the long rack <laughs> of shopping carts, like ten carts deep, like jammed in there. I was like so stoked I found it. Oh man! Especially because there's a little pocket in the back of the book that I put checks in when people pay me. And there was multiple <laughs> checks. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of a yeah. Yeah, if you if you ever find my smoking tire notebook somewhere, there's probably <laughs> money in it. <laughs> um, did you see that video today of the Mustang? Oh, it was great. That was the great thing was is he casually you know he goes and plows into a crowd of people and then he casually tries to drive off. But it's making the most horrible scraping noises I've this, ever heard. This, uh, yeah, it's one of those, you, you know, what do we get, two or three of these a year of the guy leaving yeah, the cars and coffee? Yeah, it's up there with the guy from the M4. The guy, Yeah, the guy from the M4 was a classic. You don't see him that good every day. I, it's, I'm still amazed at how much air he got off of yeah, the orange Yeah, and curve. not just that, his explanation for it is yeah. what really, if he just was like, yeah, I'm an idiot, but he didn't. It was the the right tire was one and a half psi over the left tire, and it's, it was I mean just just the most wonderful idiotic explanation, which yeah. really made it. This one is pretty much simple: guy in a Shelby making a right out of a parking lot, tries to light him up, loses it, runs over a curb, and hits like three people in a big crowd, all of which are who are I think okay, right? No one got yeah. He just like he just pushed people back. He didn't actually like. It wasn't going fast enough to really have done. He stops like bad. an inch from the guy shooting the video. Yes, he did. <laughs> it was a particularly well captured moment, if I might add. But it's just you. We can't have nice things. No, like That's, this is why. Anytime you go to a car show and the organizers say, "Please don't do burnouts. Please don't do dumb shit," it's because. That's what gets you. It's shut because down. they know you're dumb yeah. before you know you're dumb. Mm-hmm. Did you see the other one from last week with the 918 Spider? Oh yeah, that, that one was, was amazing. This one is the guy. The guy goes by the camera. It looks like he's holding a cocktail. He's holding like a plastic cup in his hand or something, and he's doing the devil's horns and he's fucking bumping out at some beats like it's an Ibiza or something. Yeah, and then he just fucking 
What's really funny about this video that I didn't see in the comments very much, what's really funny about the video is that he fucking mats it expecting to like rev but it's in like electric mode yeah so he mats it and Dead then and it just starts to go for a second yeah. but then the engine fires yeah. and he goes <laughs> even faster <laughs> and realizes what he's done and like swerves to like like it's again like it's like a almost like a caddyshack moment or something how do you not know that that's going to happen with that car i mean that guy looked wasted yeah he looked pretty drunk and i tend to one he hasn't paid for that car Ten to one, that's not his car. Yeah, you think that's his car? It's probably his car, but he probably didn't pay for it himself. You think? He, do you think he just got the car? I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's like he's the fuck off from the family that usually lives on the yacht. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. so that's his monthly allowance. Yes. goes to that car. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he hasn't paid for it. Yeah. But. But you think it's his? Because if you it's pay- his, but it's not in his name. <laughs> yeah, it's in it's in mom or dad's name. Yeah, it's in someone else's name. Yeah. Okay, well, it's he. I mean, it's <laughs> I. You know, I feel bad because people almost got hurt. But like, it's fucking great video. <laughs> it, it's yeah, it, especially when you watch it again and he starts to go thinking it's gonna make like a noise, but then it doesn't. But then it does. <laughs> Somebody's gonna do like a dubstep remix video to it or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. that'd be good. Harrison, you're a, you're an editor. Okay. You can do it. Nino makes a great living. Actually, he doesn't. On Vine. I was going to say on Vine, but he does not make a living. But uh, if you go to Cars and Coffee, like, God, don't do that. Yeah, chill out. Like, who cares? Like, oh, wow, you're 2007 Shelby. Holy shit. You do a burnout. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, it's uh, it's a rare car. <laughs> Did you see the, the other video that I saw, which was nasty, was that motorcycle track day? See that one? Yeah. The guy's name, uh, I, I wrote notes today. Niccolo Canepa. So he rides like MotoGP. Like he's like a legit rider. He's at a track day. Like, I, can you imagine going to a track day and like Jensen Button shows up? <laughs> Not even, forget Jensen Button. Like, like you go to track to like some back marker. Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 Valerie Botas. Oh, yeah. Or whatever. Like, random F1 driver shows up at your track day. Like, that's, that would be weird. Yeah. Although, you can go to a track day down here and run into, like, not, not an F1 driver, but, like, Justin Bell. That's true. Or Randy. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can see, you can see semi, semi celebrity racing drivers at track days here. Yeah. But not an F1 driver. So, yeah. imagine, and you were at a track day and the F1 driver did show up and he was a dick <laughs> Imagine he showed up at a public track day and acted like you were in his way you know well that's like that's like a 30 year old going into the ball pit at fucking chuck e cheese and going get the fuck out of my way <laughs> yeah or like yeah or travis pastrana on a big wheel yeah but more of a dick yeah you know although like- i could see pa- travis pastrana on a big wheel any day of the week. Oh, yeah, but Travis is a nice guy. That's why it was a bad well, yeah. example. I didn't yeah. want to shit on Travis because he's a nice guy. But, like, this, so this guy, he shows up. He's at this track day for motorcycles. I think it's at Imola or or, or it's somewhere in Europe. Yeah. Or Monza, maybe. Um, and uh, and he, there's, he go, rolls up next to this guy. There's an altercation. And then he reaches over and a, appears to grab this other guy's handlebar. And the other guy just goes down. Now, I, I feel like he probably squeezed the guy's front brake. Yeah. Um, but he did something to just straight up fucking take this guy down. And the guy broke several bones and is now fucking suing him. 
which I hope he wins. And that's I a fucking saw dick a move. thing a little while ago. I think they're going to put criminal charges against him. So, well, it's got to be. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's that's not like a racing incident. No, that's it's not. That's an, it's clearly not going an out of your way to be malicious. Yeah, it's some nasty shit. So, guys on fucking at a track day, and he'll be lucky if he keeps his racing license. With a, with I'm amazed he has his racing like license now. Yeah. You think if you think if if that video came out, you think they wouldn't FIA wouldn't cut him? Oh no, they would. I'm I'm betting they're probably just figuring out what they're going to do about it. Probably. I would I I would cut that fool for sure. Well, yeah, he's a liability at that point too. Yeah. So. Uh, so. Uh, the Top Gear on Amazon thing. That, that was literally what I was looking at on my notes. Top too. Gear on Amazon. I here. I, I mean, this is this is good for Amazon. It is. Because no one has ever thought about watching videos on Amazon. You'd be surprised. Nobody will fucking watch They do big business on that. But do they do big business with anything but premium television content? They've got a few of their own shows now. They're basically where Netflix was like two years ago in their own content. But people have asked us, like, why aren't we putting our content on Amazon? And I go, because fucking no, nobody watches it. I can't even find car content. I tried to go on to Amazon Video yeah. and find car content. I couldn't. Students. Students? I think it's all the college kids that get. They're Amazon watching. Prime. Are they watching videos on fucking Amazon? Because it's part of their Prime thing. Oh, you get it with Prime? Is yeah. that the thing? It's, it's yeah. basically a freebie. I mean, if you don't have a Prime account, it. You Maybe may that's why well. I couldn't find anything on Amazon because I don't have Prime. Oh, you don't? Why? Well, I, I, I might. I don't know. I can't remember if I. I had Prime at one point. If it auto renews, then I do. If it, it doesn't does. auto renew, then I don't. It does. Um, but yeah, they're. They're sneak attack. They're brilliant in the way they're putting this together. I mean, they're like, well, we'll give you a video service, and we'll give you this, and we'll give you that for $120 a year. You get free shipping on everything. So I feel like I do because I get free shipping on a lot of stuff. If you get free shipping on pretty much everything, then you've, you've got it. Oh, okay. Then I guess I do. Yeah. It's not free overnight shipping on everything, right? But it's like free two-day on everything. And yeah, it's free, free two-day on everything. On and actually now here, because we're in a major city, a, an astounding number of things are same day. Delivery. I got a same day once, and I swear I thought it was a fluke. I ordered some shit at like seven a.m. and it showed up at my house at like three or four in the afternoon. It's I was a normal thing. Fucking boggled. It's a normal thing now. I I lost my mind. I was like, no fucking way. Yeah, I can order something like before I go to bed at night, and it'll be in my house by noon. That's awesome. Yeah, I uh, I just ordered a new gold badge for the back of the Lexus. <laughs> on Amazon, nine dollars. It's not. I don't think it's the real twenty-four karat gold plated though. Whatever. The real one was like eighty bucks. This one was ten. So the the real one is actually gold plated. Oh yeah, the bad the, the that badge kit for the Lexus when it was new was like six hundred dollars. It's a real twenty-four karat gold plated badge. Yeah, you can still even so I was looking on eBay a a complete badge replacement like OEM mm-hmm. is still like three hundred and fifty bucks. Uh, from new old stock. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. That's mm-hmm. like the uh, the Pontiac emblem on my GTO. Yeah. That by itself, that one little plastic emblem was like in excess of $100. Why? Because they only made them very, very small number of cars, and they all came from Australia. Is the is that a different Pontiac emblem than the one we got here? Yep. Oh, it is? It's a, well, it's the same design. But it's actually just much nicer made in every oh, really? regard. Oh, so, yeah. I didn't know. And they didn't make a lot of them. So. so are they like impossible to find now? I think so. Really? It was just like steering racks were getting to be a problem to find, too. Huh. I wonder, I'm going to go look, pull up eBay Motors right now, and I'm going to see what those badges go for. 
just out of curiosity because it's that's like one of those random things I just like never would have thought of. Oh, it's just like uh, I remember on my dad's Toyota Matrix uh, moving a TV. I it tipped over and broke one of the little tiny you know eight inch wide windows that are in the very back of them. Oh yeah, and those like a thousand dollars. It was five or six hundred dollars for an eight inch piece of glass. So you're talking about specifically the the Pontiac one in the on the nose, right? Yeah, okay. Exactly. Well, there are fuck all none of them on eBay. Yeah, they're all the six liter or five point seven liter. Yeah. Not the one that says GTO. It says no, the Pontiac literally the Pontiac. Right? Yeah. I, there are there are zero of them on eBay right now. There you go. Oh, wait. 2004 front and rear emblems black black was the original one black? No. Okay, well so this is an aftermarket one and it was it's 600 uh 60 bucks. Not 600, I'm sorry. 60 bucks. Yeah. It's Yeah. I Jesus, it's very surprising. It's weird those little things that are way more expensive yep. than you'd ever anticipate. Yep. yep. GTO badge OEM. Yeah, that's a, that's impressive. I don't know why I'm still looking at this. Oh, here we go. Original Pontiac GTO trunk emblem, $65 for just the trunk. For a used one. For a used one. Fuck. That's crazy. That's going to be one of those things that when people go to restore those cars in yeah. 20 years, they're going to be no like, No one will be able to find them. They'll be $600 a piece. Yeah. That's a lot of shit um, from the Ford GT. A lot of spare parts from the Ford GT are becoming very expensive. That doesn't surprise me at yeah. all. They're, 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 there's not a lot of them around. Um, how many have survived? I mean, people who have them have sold them to other people at inflated prices and, you know, whatever. I, but, I mean, I wonder how many have been wrecked out how of... How many GTs? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Are there, I'm sure there's a registry we could find out. Yeah. Someone, for someone, that car, absolutely. If somebody wants to hit us up on Twitter and uh, let us know what the fuck those are. So in uh, in line with all the work I'm doing on the vet, I am learning how to lay up carbon fiber. Oh, are you really? Yeah. Is that something you can like do by yourself? Yeah. It's it's actually really It's awesome. just like the resin in the sheets, right? Yeah. It's just messy. That's the only thing. It's messy and like... Isn't it like we're doing it at a basic level is not hard, but making it really good is really hard? Yeah, if you're doing it for cosmetic purposes, yeah. it's not hard. If you're doing it for structural things... Then you just the, make a mold and lay it over it and resin it, right? Pretty much? Yeah, but I mean, there's still some... you got to do some planning and some actual engineering behind it. But I'm just going to do it like just some bits and pieces. So, uh, Before we get out of here, let's see. Anything on Facebook? What is our preferred method of forced induction? Depends on the application, really. I, I like I mean, turbos. Turbos I'd are fun. Rather a turbo than anything. It's more efficient, but yeah, turbos are good. Thoughts on the new and old Alpina B sevens? The really old ones are really cool. Yeah. Uh, the new ones, I don't know. They don't age well. They don't age well. And and uh, I remember, I think it was Motor Trend or Edmonds or someone did a back to back test with the S eight, and the Audi S eight just fucking housed it. Yeah, it housed it in the, in horsepower in the quarter mile, and like my dad had a seven series and it was not good. What's I, the size difference between like an RS seven and an S eight? It's quite a bit bigger. Is it? It's quite a bit bigger, okay. and 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 it's quite a bit um, cushier. Like the RS seven, like it's it's a great car, but it feels like you know uh, everything is firmer. And like thinner in the S8, everything's a little thicker and cushier. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Like the RS7 has frameless doors, for yeah. as an example. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has fairly um, thin 
you know, front seat backs, whereas the S8s are kind of I don't of know why, but I thought they year. were pretty damn close in size. But The S7 and S6 are. Yeah. The S8 is bigger. Yeah, yeah it's, it's quite a bit bigger. I love that. That R7 is a gorgeous car. R7 is the that, shit. That turbo motor is stupid good. Uh, yes, it is. Um, let's see. Uh, top Gear on Amazon. We've already done that. Um, well, car reviews produced by a single person, i.e. engineering explained, or one takes, be able to survive promoted channels that pop up all over the place. I mean, promoted channels are kind of like uh, fake. Like, if yeah. you're paying to get views, there goes the money for getting anything you do. If it's a business and it makes money, will survive. It's like what they call native content on websites, which is where it's an advertisement masquerading as an article. Right. And we've all seen them, and you can smell it out within a paragraph. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with, with sponsored video content. Um, Chris Harris just put up a tweet, actually, that was that said he got – I mean, he it's – here's the sad state of YouTube. And, and uh, Chris said he got um, – 8.9 million video views last month, which is a fucking great number. Yeah. It is a great number. And it generated 1,200 pounds. Yeah, um, which is... Which is... What, what is that in dollars? I think that's like Let's 17 see. or 1,800 bucks. It's it's fucking pitiful, yeah. is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm Googling the um, 1,200 pounds. I'm Googling the exact uh, 1,870 fucking dollars. Yeah. That is shit. So if you so if you anyone wants to know why something like Drive Plus has to exist or why I'm not out there with camera crews filming car reviews, it's because you can entertain nine million people, and you out there, the viewing audience, has decided through ad block, through the shift to mobile, through stuff like that, through not ever clicking on ads, that 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 is not worth money to somebody. Yeah. So the only way which Chris says to make money on YouTube, and I agree with, is to put out a video almost every day or every day that gets 100,000-plus views. Every day. Mm-hmm. If you can do it, and, and there may be a point with these one-takes where I can almost put out a video every day. And that's, I mean, if, if we certainly know our fair share of other people that are doing YouTube shit, and it's just, and, and it's the same rule in podcasting is, if you can do multiple episodes a week, yeah. that's the fastest way to grow by far. I mean, our our channel alone went from 1.2 million video views a month yep. to I'm now I'm now at almost five mm-hmm. from one takes from doing three videos a week, even if they're shitty videos. They're, these aren't good videos, and you can do ten one takes in the time it, t- it takes to shoot one regular video. Yeah, yeah, and it's the internet has decided that they do not want to pay for high quality content. And that they would prefer shittier content in more quantity. What's that's gonna, what they have. And this goes back the to the, this goes back to the Amazon and Netflix conversation. Is that the premium content will go there? Yeah, you know, Netflix and Amazon are effectively the new studios, but they're still. Uh, I don't. Know. I don't. I feel like I. Should we get on Amazon? Is it worth it? I mean. Um. Because they said this about Hulu, too. And Hulu, I just got my first check from Hulu. Mm-hmm. Yay. For for six months of videos and a bunch of re-ads. $385. Yeah. Literally not worth the time that I spent to put the content there. And never mind just brokering the deal. Yeah. Or, yeah. Not it's, worth it. I mean, I I, think- that, the, roughly all of that work for Hulu, uh, roughly the the... 
revenue of a one take for two weeks? I think to do a deal with Amazon or Netflix and have it actually be lucrative, if you're not coming from an outside studio and licensing the content yeah. to them, I think it's you've got to cut the deal to where they're actually footing the development costs and all the filming yeah. and production. That's the, the problem with a lot of these stuff where people go, oh, yeah, well, you could get... You know, if I can get Seinfeld on Hulu, how come I have to pay for this? You know what I mean? And you go, well, because this is the the, the second or third or fifth or tenth round of licensing for that content. Yeah. You're not getting Transformers 4 on Netflix before you're getting it in theaters. It goes to theaters. It makes $500 million in theaters. And then you get it afterwards in your Netflix. Yeah. The primary content has already been budgeted for. There's so there's no anything they make from Netflix is a bonus. No one's factoring their Netflix earnings into their total, you know. Budget. Except for Netflix, with I mean, Netflix is doing so many independent Except, series well, now. Now they now yeah. they are now they have money. Now they are. Yeah. But let's talk about Netflix two years ago when this road started. Yeah, and they know? they I mean they were the pioneers. They hacked it together. I mean they. It, everybody went, we don't know how this is going to work for five years with Netflix. Yeah. And the big plan, you can see it all coming together now. Yeah. It's, um, but yeah, I think it's, if there's any time to strike, though, as far as trying to broker a deal with Netflix, is probably now, considering the fact that they know they're going to have a big competitor coming up with Amazon. So. I don't know how to broker a deal. If you're a broker for Netflix, call me. Yeah. <laughs> We're in L.A. Somebody from Netflix someone, is here. Someone will be here. Maybe we'll get lucky. Every time we talk about something on the podcast, we end up with somebody who knows something about it listening. Like, for instance, Rick Radcliffe was here last week mm-hmm. talking about uh, struts, dampers, yep. and he and he said something that I didn't know, which is that struts are only good for about 75,000 miles, um, and they wear out over time. And uh, a guy uh, emailed me who works for a major shock company, can't remember what it was, but it was one you've heard of. Um, it was like an OE replacement, like a Monroe or it, yeah, so, or something like that. you've heard of. Yeah. They do regular car shit, and he he was like, "Yeah, absolutely right. That's that's the length of it." Yeah. And so, usually, someone listening to the show um, will call in or will email or or whatever. Um, I actually have to get out of here, and you know why. Yeah. Um, and I can't talk about it now, but hopefully, we can talk about it's the reason soon. News. It is exciting news. It is good. Um, Harrison, way to be way to be interactive on this one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Speak with your keys. We've effectively edit. gone past the hours of traffic, so I'm good. We can yeah. do, we can close down. I'm off to Japan. Uh, we didn't talk about that much, but I'm going to be driving some Japanese shit. Obviously, I don't. I, I know so little about Japan. I'm a little nervous. Well, you're going to be been. a foot taller than everybody. I know, I, and um, I'm worried about even just getting. To the hotel in a cab and and language barriers and Once stuff it, like that. You know what though is I do a lot of business with Japan. Yeah, a lot of them speak English. I know a lot of them speak English, so. and I have printed out our, our hotel is a pretty is a pretty prominent place. Mm-hmm. And I I on JF's recommendation I've printed out the name of our hotel in English in Japanese, and I've also printed a street view picture of the hotel. Which See, apparently this is where JF's travel experience really comes in. Yeah, he, he knows. Said, he shit. said bring a picture just in case. Ah, like, oh, it's a good idea. So yeah. I have a picture. Don't forget Google. Google Maps will go a long way to get you to around, too. I'm sure it will. I hope yeah. it will, because I can't read the fucking signs. Over yes. There. I'm just, we have a fixer there, so I'm hoping the fixer will keep things fixed. I'm we'll sure see. it'll work out. We will see. 
Um, anyway, the Smoking Tire Podcast is powered by Shout Engine. Get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com. It's easy. All you need is a computer, a microphone, and an internet connection. And in some cases, not even those things. <laughs> you can usually work your way around one of those. Yeah, you can go to Starbucks. You can, you can record on your phone. All yes, those things. All of those things. Yeah. And uh, lots more one takes coming. Alex Kelsey's rally car is coming along. And... Uh, Hopefully more big news coming soon, and I will share when I can share. Goodbye.